Yeah, welcome to another episode of Mr. Z and Fifth. All right, with your host, Zach Kias and the Fifth General. Uh, we have our brother joining us again. Cinema Escapes is on this episode with us today, rocking out. Um, we're going to talk, here's today's episode, man. I don't want nobody to get it twisted here. We're going to talk about what's Eminem's status as being the GOAT. Okay, there's been a big debate. It happens every time he comes out with an album or any time he disses somebody in a song. It happens all the time. You know, mm. um, I feel like he gets that conversation more than any other rapper. But is it fair? All right, that's, we, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, first, let me get into, um, first, um, before we get into that topic, Zach, here's anything you want to say about any current events? Yeah, I'm just going to mention real quickly about the um, Super Bowl that happened last Sunday. Um, the Super Bowl basically was the Kansas City versus the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to admit, I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. And I, did, you know, I looked at the halftime show. And um, I was really impressed at how the Kansas City Chiefs came at the end of the third and fourth quarter and caught up, and they defeated and they defeated the Niners. But um, but but one thing I I, I didn't I was scratching my I I have to applaud this. Wait a minute, I have to applaud. Um, I heard this is what I heard. Okay. I heard Rihanna turned down to, to do the halftime show, and I Facts. applaud her for Facts. doing that. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I applaud her for doing that. But you know, then um, they, then of course, Shakira and J Lo came and they did the thing that on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't, you know, they ain't gonna turn that. I know that some some of artists not gonna turn that down. They they gonna do the thing and they gonna get up and they gonna do the thing and then they gonna um, then they gonna sitting representing for for um the, for the people, you know, and represent. They gonna do their thing and sing, you know. So, but. I, I, I'm going to just say this overall. I applaud for, I applaud Rihanna for really stand, taking a stand and saying, you know what, I stand with my brother. And yes, this incident, this issue cannot be ignored. I know those who are listening to this, to listen to what I'm saying, I'm just speaking from the truth. And um, I'm just I'm just speaking the truth. And by, by me saying that, I applaud Rihanna for taking a stand and saying, listen, Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. If you can't stand for our people, then then what am I what am I celebrating? Right. You know, right. no, that's that's all I gotta say. You know about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the main topic. Let's not waste any time here. Listen, for anybody who knows me, well, who knows all of us, but I'll just speak for me for just a second. Knows that I'm blunt about how I feel about music. And just overall things that I have a problem with. Um, I'll probably never talk about this artist again. There's no disrespect, no hate. I actually think Eminem is a dope lyricist. But do I think he makes the best songs or he's the best uh, MC in my book in hip hop? Past, present, future? Absolutely not. I have many rappers over him. For those who remember our episode naming our uh, rappers, none of Eminem didn't get on any of our lists. Nope. 
Not none of no. our top ten. Mm-hmm. Doesn't you know as far as top ten goes? Now Eminem is in a Eminem is in a top. He isn't one of my list, but he's not. He's not a top ten. He's not even my top twenty. Okay, um, he's in. He's respectfully in my top fifty. But there are so many people that I could name over M. Um, you know that it's it's you know and it's just how it is. I mm. think that his last his last album is uh, Dookie, Poo 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 <laughs> and Doodoo. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kamikaze was Dookie, Poo Poo, and Doo Doo. Okay, <laughs> a lot of people like that album. I don't know why that album was butt, man. Oh Real. man! I mean, Ugh. collectively, I mean, them might have been a song or two, but that's not an album. That's a single, and that's it. And then. <laughs> also, I'm gonna talk about his career real quick, and then I'm gonna hand it off to Cinema because he's our guest. Yo, when I was growing up, okay, when I was young, I remember this man. I don't remember hearing. I don't remember Eminem. I don't recall hearing Eminem songs. You know, growing up in cars, going down the street, boom boxes. If you know, for those who still had boom boxes left, you know when M came out. I don't recall hearing that, man. I don't. Not to the magnitude of anybody else I heard. You know what I'm saying? And for those who who who, who must have forgot, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Staten Island, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, yeah. there wasn't a whole bunch of Eminem blasting in Staten Island, man. I can't talk about nah. nobody else's place, but on Staten Island, yeah. I ain't hear all that. A lot of woo, a lot, a lot of yeah. red man, exactly. Yes. A lot of, my, you yes. know, we heard Wu Tang, my Biggie. You know Karen's what I mean? One. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, you know, I heard, I heard Biggie and for unbelievable. Exactly. You know, was, I, no. I heard Biggie. I heard anything Primo was anything Primo was producing was up on there. Nas. Yeah, I'm. I'm just yeah, talking yeah, about at the yeah. time when M came out and when M. Right. You know, you know, you know, you heard a lot of you heard Nas, Jay. Mob Deep, Wu Tang, and any anybody else we could mention, but there wasn't a whole bunch of Eminem stuff being played. Did M come right. come up in conversations? Yeah, he did come up in conversations as far as his lyrical ability and the and the good songs that he has, and also the songs yeah. that he has with Dre. You know, some yeah. of the features that he has, we you can't knock. But you know, I just I just I don't think he's the best. I feel like if you're the best. Then we all gotta agree on it somehow. I, I, as a hip hop collective, not who Rolling Stone tells us, not who um so and so magazine tells us. They are not in our culture to tell us that Eminem is the best in hip hop. I'm not down with that. That's like right now they they did the same thing with Vanilla Ice when he came out. <laughs> not having it. Cinema, I'm gonna pass it to you. <laughs> Basically, when you talk about the body of work, when you're talking GOAT, it's consistency. Like, okay, if you have a couple of whack albums or questionable albums, (laughs) some things that people consider whack, (laughs) you're still in the GOAT thing. But if you have more than a few, because everyone, you know, even if if it's not like a super whack album, but even if it's whack for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We mm. we talk about we talk about that a lot. With some artists, it's like that's the weakest album out of their album, but that's a dope album, but that's weak. Right. That's mm. that's somebody you consider for go. Right. But right. when 
when you have throw togethers, you're, you know, you could, you could see a lot of times when people change camps, mm. you could see it was the people around them that mm. not, and not to say that that person's not skilled or lyrical or talented, mm. but it's the whole package. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Like everyone can't self-produce themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's people who do it and they do it well. You know, mm-hmm. Eric Sermon does it well. He produces mm-hmm. himself very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Extreme. His last album, Fire, if you haven't heard it. Right. So we're, we're, you know, respectfully, we're just taking the criteria of consistency. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. also, like, you're going after a 15-year-old rapper and you're 50. <laughs> you know, I'm like 45. I'm not even... You know the next the next generation has their sound. Yeah, they're not they're not even of your era. Right. <laughs> leave my man. Leave my man alone. Yeah. It's like you don't you don't hear me going at um. Gosh, you don't even hear me going at J Cole or nobody. You know. Yeah. yeah. That, that's mm. their generation. Let them go at each other. Mm. You know. Mm. And plus, hip hop isn't completely how it is like that anymore. So you can't come with that. You know. It's like you can be authentic to yourself, but also reinvent yourself. But if you're still trying to do gimmicks from a time that are no mm. longer that are no longer even in the community anymore, yeah, yeah, like wow. that beef stuff ain't in the community. Like you can't put that in a video. Like Karis One walked into a PM Dawn show, beat them down, and put the footage in his video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's what we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is now. <laughs> you just see the fist going down on that dude from PM Dawn in a like a little flash clip. That's where we were at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, and it, it, you know, it, it's some ignorant stuff, but you know, it's what we were doing at the time. Yeah. We used to go around in a circle and battle rap. Did that outside of Audio School Institute of Audio Research, mm-hmm. you know. We have our ciphers and stuff coming out of school and and whatnot. So that's the era you're coming from, you know. And he was a battle rapper, mm-hmm. great great battle rapper. Yeah, you know. Yeah, great battle rapper. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because this is true for me. Okay. When you're older and then you get out of the hood, you get hit with the taste of suburbia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, we all from the hood, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, <laughs> so <laughs> trying to come like that when you, after you had your taste of suburbia, it don't, it ain't, you ain't going to come with the same fire, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to come with the same edge that you had when you were hungry, when you're hungry, you come with an edge. So the whole thing is you got to find where is that edge in me now? What impassions me? What do I need to speak about now? Right. Plus, mm. your production team is everything. Like, who's in the studio with you? Who can ignite you? Right. Like, everyone, you know, Dre had a couple of, you know, because of different vibes, like Rakim was hard, because Rakim's East and he he's West. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm. you know, that's, you know, that some it doesn't work out with everybody. Even Clive Davis on his special was talking about some groups he thought were good, but they weren't successful that he put out. It just that happens. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that happens. But the majority of what Dre touches is fire. Yeah. 
and he fires up who he's working with because it's like, you know, okay, let's take another artist, Snoop. He's not, he, you know, he hasn't made an album like that first album with Dre, but Snoop's made bangers. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he, guy, he is. Yeah, yeah. That, he has a career. Keeps, yeah. Yeah, throughout his career. Mm-hmm. That joint with um, Be Real, he just, he still makes bangers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With or without Dre. Right. It seems, it seems M has suffered without Dre. He had some fire for a while, but you know, it's like it dwindled. Yeah, what do you want to say, Zach is? Yeah, I you know, I remember in nineteen ninety-eight when I first heard that song. Uh, I'm just in the real shady, I'm just please stand up. Please stand up. Yeah. When I heard that, I was jumping. I was like, yo, he to, to me. When we're ready for him, when that when that first single came out in 1998, I said this brother he's he's going places because that that was a song that 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 you couldn't even ignore. It, I didn't hear it. It didn't get the street credit like it. It didn't get street credit because to be honest with you, in 1998, when you when you when you hear people bumping the songs in the radio, they didn't play that. Sure didn't. No, it didn't. Well, play so well, well, hold well, on. Not, no, no, hold on. Pop radio played it. Okay, right. okay, we have to let's do this real quick, Zach Hughes, because yeah. let's not sugarcoat this. I'm not saying you are. But <laughs> the reason why you and me and Cinema were familiar with um Eminem in the beginning of, of his career. Well, I don't well, when he met Dre, not the outsiders part of his career, not when he was with right. outsiders, but the Dre part of his career. Other than him having yeah. Dre, because Dre was supposed to give him street credibility somewhat, hip hop credibility, credibility. Yeah. But M, gold, Dre struck gold with M because he was able to sign a person with very to little effort at all, as far as being pushed by the industry. Eminem was shoved down our throats. But but then again, Dre even said on that documentary that they didn't even want him to work with Eminem. You know, the people, you know. Yeah, Interscope. Yeah, Interscope didn't really want him to work with him. So basically, oh, yeah, watch the HBO documentary. It's so good. Um, But, yeah, just to jump in for a second and say that. But, you know, Eminem was, was shoved down our throats. You know, hi, my name is so... Even, I mean, on on MTV, every MTV VH1, he had that on lock. So even if Hot 97, for those who who are from New York, know what Hot 97 is, radio station in New York, Hot 97 might not have been flipping his records like that. But but he was all but he was all over the pop stations. He was all over the uh uh um uh the the channels, all that. So he he got he got an early push. He got to push that some rappers yeah. dream of. Okay. So if, okay. So I'll say it like this. Yeah. If you lived on the North shore of Staten Island, you didn't hear him. If you lived on the South shore of Staten Island, you heard him, but we didn't live on the South. Shore. Well, here's the thing. Right. Even right, if right. you heard him, I'm going to tell you th- what happened. This guy drops his album, the slim shady uh, album. And then right after that album dropped, they already crowned him. And I mean, they, Already crowned him the king of hip hop. Okay, now who who gets that? Nobody. Thank you, <laughs> Zacchaeus. I'll pass it back to you. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, even when I remember when um, and they give the credibility to they gave him credibility. Um, Eminem when he dropped that album, which I believe that you don't you don't just shove you don't just push that on an artist because it because it came with a a a, a, a wreck, you know, and 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 an album. That that credibility has been has to be earned by a few albums. They got to be classic bangers. Hip hop is all about classic bangers, and, and and you know it's it's like, and and it's so you feel a way. You say, oh, you push it on Eminem, and then you shove Eminem down or two because first of all, it'd be like, oh well, you know he's he's white, so they can <laughs> yeah. push it down. They go they go they can push it down. They can say, oh well, he's. They they do it yeah. in a lot of it's doing in a lot of black genres. They even did it with um. I mean, but that's the privilege. They did back it. in the days. I'm gonna I'm bring up snow. Please, Mister Mister Informer. Back in Please. the early, you, you can take it back to Elvis if you need to. Yeah, Night, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it to snow with reggae music. Mm-hmm. Snow was a was a reggae artist that grew up in the um in Canada, mm-hmm. and um he he. He had he had no. Well, what happened? What made him blow is when he went. He just made a visit to Jamaica, right? He made a quick visit to Jamaica, and automatically, artist was like, "Oh, a white boy that can sing, dance, or reggae." Wow, they never had that before. Reggae music never seen that before. So it was like to them, it was like magic. No magic, because I mean, um, but but you see, the thing is, when a black man sings reggae and he's not from the and, and he has no Jamaican um background it's like oh okay why are you singing it why are you singing reggae music or when you make beats yeah <laughs> or when you make beats or when you make or you you or you're uh, a beat maker and you have no Caribbean origin you're like oh why are you doing it but exactly. as soon as the as soon as the the, the white counterparts do it, it's automatically it's like it's magic. Um, I've seen that happen over numerous. Okay, let's go back to Elvis. Okay, let's let's jump way back in the fifties, nineteen fifties. The quote of credibility, Elvis Presley, and Chuck. And let's go to Chuck Berry and Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley used to mimic a lot of the black artists. Mimic stole and, take, and put the. And and speak and took a lot of credibility for the artists in the 1950s. And he didn't like black people. No, no, exactly. And called him and the spe- king of rock and roll. And took and, and to call him the king of rock and roll. And Little Richard was really the true architect yeah. of rock and roll. Facts. Let's go back to the 50s. Can I say something? Please. Please. This is please, an industry practice. Please do. This is a ridiculous industry practice. Um, in those times with Little Richard and Elvis. If a song got hot by a black artist as it climbed the charts mm-hmm. and it almost reached, mm-hmm. they would do a cover with a white band yep. or Hello, white artist yep. to knock right. the main one off. Mm-hmm. So basically, right. in hip hop, they didn't have an end because we owned hip hop mm-hmm. and the industry didn't control hip hop. Now we're in the era where the industry controls hip hop. It began right there. Well, because the it industry began at Interscope. Well, because the industry didn't rock with hip hop when hip hop started, right? Because they 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 didn't want no parts of it. Then all of a sudden, here they come. Oh, because it was making money. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Let's exactly. talk about this. Ghetto Boys, yeah. no radio play. Yeah. Platinum, yeah. Ice Cube, no radio play. Mm-hmm. Platinum, Platinum. 
Ice Cube didn't get on radio to his fourth solo album. Mm. And it, Crazy. With, it was a good day. Good day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. all those albums went platinum with us, word of mouth in the street. Public enemy. We're, totally. You know, mm-hmm. if and then for us, if we didn't have Ralph McDaniels and video music. Oh, albums, speak on it, please. Please. Oh my goodness. Please respect the Uncle Ralph. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Ralph McDaniels, if for those who don't know, ran a show on public TV, mm-hmm. on public television, which is PBS. Yep. Public yes. television. Yes. Not pub- yes, my brother. Not public access didn't exist yet. So he had a show on PBS that came on with videos. And so he had underground that. that. He broke Jamiroquai in America. And so Jamiroquai mm-hmm. broke in New York because nobody knew who they were. Ralph would have a day of different genres, an R&B day, a hip-hop day like an international music day. He, yes. he, he educated yes. us in music. Yes, he did. And so, and you know, so a lot of uh, New York's palette for music mm-hmm. went, was huge. So, he, you know, even when the West Coast rappers started going, Ralph would play that. They would have like a day for people outside of New York, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you had the hardcore stuff. That's how we got to see Salt and Pepper, the freaks, Houdini, and all that, um, Kumo D, when they were coming up, because that was where you watched it. And then you had your certain radio stations, like you had when BLS played hip hop before Hot 97, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool DJ yeah. Red Alert before, before, you know, they had whole stations of hip hop. You had stuff like that. So basically, the infrastructure of hip hop wouldn't allow, but you know, you had people who were white from within, like Search Third Base. You had oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. never, you know. And so Eminem comes from Detroit. He comes from like the hood in Detroit. Yeah, and you, you saw his story in Eight Mile. But, oh yes, yes. But you know he's on Interscope, so it's a West Coast marketing team. Mm-hmm. So basically, the way they push and marketed him, basically just put put him in your face. Yeah. Because it wasn't from where, you know, it was culture, it was that, it was unity. That's that's where the shift began, which people don't want to admit. That's where the shift of commercialism really began. Because it's not saying he wasn't skilled or the album wasn't good. Right. But he got more backing than anybody got. Yep. Like, he was everywhere. And MTV, rather play him, you know, you know, they had to fight for MTV raps and stuff like that. That stuff didn't say. Oh, if yeah. If you wanted to see real videos, you had to watch BET. You had to watch Tigger in the Basement. Then 106 in Park came. MTV, yes. MTV was playing him with the, you know, the top 50, the Billboard, top 100. And Eminem was getting played with that at the time. And so, basically, you know, and you know, you know how it is. It's, it's. Well. It's like it's like you know we got our Jason Williams, you know our mm-hmm. quote unquote white chocolate. Uh, <laughs> I'm just you know nothing against Jay Will. I love his. I love Jay Will. Wow, but there's but, real talk though. But but I'm saying our culture doesn't see it that way. But the culture when they got that, we got we got our we got our great hope. Yeah, great our, great white hope. Yep, exactly. And so basically. Eminem was that, but you had people more skilled than him who had made albums like Milkbone in them, who people don't even know. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you had so you had you had third base, you know, everyone third knows base. BC's now, but BC's was, you know, running with run DMC. They were running yes. in the hip hop circles. And yes. then, you know, and then fast forward, this dude's battling Mariah Carey. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's not fast forward that much. Let's I, talk I, about I'm just say I'm not I'm not going there yet, but I'm saying this is where we end up which we'll get to discussing, but I'm just saying from that, he, you know, you have, you know, he has to go a whole nother route because he can't go the typical route because he wasn't marketed typically. Mm. Mm. We could do this real quick. Right. Mm -hmm. Now this is, this is how our cult, this is how hip hop cultures saw Eminem at first. We mm-hmm. saw him as, as as somebody who was he had skill, but he also had a gimmick. Um, I feel that Eminem really I'm I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna be pretty tough for people to understand. I think Eminem copied Redman's formula. What? Yes, I said it. If anybody, especially cinema, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I'm a hardcore red man. Red man's formula was I'm nice, I'm gifted, but I'm going to put out a single with a sense of humor. Mm. Who else does that sound like? Right. Even red man's current singles like that. I'm going to slap the out of your slap. Still to this day, that's red man. Red man has the funny track, the lyrical tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, the video Redman. with the girl getting the girl looking all nice, and then get running into the car with the bike, and everybody going, "Oh, I'll be man. that, yeah, I'll be that, I'll be, yeah, exactly." Yeah. He, 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 yeah. Well, Redman really brought that back in the nineties, man. That was something that was very unique to Redman, and I just Redman might not be the first, but I'm saying this was something that was unique to Redman at a current time where right before Eminem came out and post. Um, M- Eminem's first album is that right. there was a formula that Red there was a formula that Redman had almost every album, okay, yeah, and and I feel like it. I feel like Eminem copied that. <laughs> yep. And I, and, I, and I, how I is it that Eminem? That. And I think it's disrespectful that Eminem gets all the praise for that, but Redman doesn't. Are you kidding me? And he's still killing it with that. And, and, and how? And, and how? And I, and I tell you how else how our culture saw him. We didn't take him serious when he was dissing uh, pop singers. He was dissing Britney Spears and Ninety Eight Degrees and Christina Aguilera. Come on, <laughs> we didn't respect that in hip hop. And Jermaine Dupri exposed that, even though Jermaine Dupri cannot lyrically battle with him. But during that whole uh, Dre verse, uh, uh, um, um, Jermaine Dupri, all that, and all these, all that stuff was going on. I remember Jermaine Dupri bringing that up on that this song he had, and he made a he made a great point. He's like, yo, he was like, yo, don't nobody take you serious. People started taking him serious with the cannabis thing, and you know, but nobody took him serious with when he was dissing. uh, who, who yo, dissing um, Jessica Simpson and whoever? <laughs> Benzimo have a have a have a strong dislike of him though. If we if, if we don't know if we ever hear Benzimo yeah, speak on Eminem. Well, well, here's the thing about the Benzino situation is that 
Benzino, uh, like I said, another one who can't lyrically go ball for ball for M, but he had a lot of points that would that that would that made you look at Eminem a certain way, right? You know, and and this whole Nick Cannon thing right now is corny. So I mean, you know, and, and <laughs> like you said about Mariah, the reason why I wanted to go to what you said is because. This is Eminem's bread and butter. His bread and butter is, I'm going to diss people who really can't diss back. How are you the goat when you do that? You're not, no, no, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. However you feel about LL and the cannabis battle, mm-hmm. they battled. Mm-hmm. And that was a real battle. Mm-hmm. A challenge for a, a challenge for both of them. Exactly, and nobody shied away. So, however you feel, whoever you felt won. That was a real battle, and so it's like, you know, if you saw a battle, I got know, LL Cool J over Eminem. I do too. Yep. I, you, but you heard my list. He mm-hmm. heard my, <laughs> you you heard my list. Um, you heard my mentions. He yeah. wasn't even an honorable. Yeah, so, yeah. You know I mean? So that means he's lower. Factual. And, and the whole thing is, I got, like, if I, you, we kept groups together. Mm-hmm. We didn't even take Black Thought out of the roots. We right. didn't take Searching Them out of their groups. Right. In that particular, in those particular episodes of the Round Circle. Mm-hmm. So right, right, if, right. If, if I split third base up, mm-hmm. both of them are higher than Eminem. Mm-hmm. As oh, in yeah. Come Search on now. and mm-hmm. Peace, nice. Come on now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Thought would arguably be arguably be in my top three. You know, that's my brother's favorite MC. You know, but I didn't take him out of the roots and I didn't deal with people who were in groups rapping in that right, list. Right. And right. so if we do that, that even puts him down lower. Mm. And it's 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 and it's like there's a lot of people with skill who's not at that echelon. It's like the NBA. You got superstar, all-star. Role player, mm. Mm. so he's yeah. down somewhere in the all stars. He's not a role player, mm. but mm. he's down in the all stars. That's not a diss, mm. that's not even disrespect. Because mm. to be an all star, you're an all star, heck yeah, you're good at oh, what yeah. you do. Yes, Facts. oh, yeah, but he's not at superstar level, he's an all star. So, you know, pump the brakes. I will respectively say that Eminem is. One of the best, but he's the, he's not the best. That's right. where I have a problem because I have Nas over him all day, any day. So uh, Ghostface, go, I have plenty of people over him. I got J Cole over him, and J Cole's career is not even half done yet. I have Kendrick over him. Me oh too. yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, Me Kendrick. Too. As a matter of fact, I I have Kendrick over him in two categories: um, <laughs> yeah. better songs and a better lyricist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zacchaeus, let me get it to you because I know you wanted. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, see, you see, um, but Eminem, it he he maybe he, he's a bad rapper. He's a bad rapper mm-hmm. when he first started out to us at that point. But if you can, as you can see, yeah, in the Eight Mile movie, yeah, he, he's a bad rapper. But um, you could be a bad rapper. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, he lost against I, Lotto. I, yeah, but but I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a cho- I choose Papoose over him though. <laughs> yeah, I got. Yeah, you know, I, I, I I I have Papoose, Papoose lyrically over him too, as far as lyrics. Yeah, 
Yeah, because the thing is, is that um, you know, he he got he got the um credibility when he when he first came out and everything. But um, as far as people saying he's the 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 best, you can't right. just say he's. You can't just. It takes a lot for it takes a lot of clout and to say that okay. <laughs> he he's the top of the line. He's the best and everything. Right. I have to. I I, 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 I don't believe that because yeah. I never. Be, I never believe. Even when somebody said, I never believe that because mm-hmm. there are so many credible MCs out there, known and unknown, that will that that has even better music than. Them. Hey Zach Kears, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Can you name ten songs from Eminem? <laughs> Can you name ten songs that you like from Eminem? Well, I, uh, well, Slim Shady is the one. first one, the uh, first joint. Uh, um, no the, songs, my, not albums. Songs. Well, the oh well, um, the the letter. Yeah. It had a song with with a letter. That was a good song. When when you written there, Dear, writing the yeah, my, yeah. You talking yeah. about um, Dear Stan? Dear Stan, yeah. That that was a that was a good song right there. Um, what else? Um, I don't really have that. I'm not a I'm not an Eminem fan, so let me see. <laughs> um, so the, those two joints right there, man. <laughs> those two joints, those two joints, I like the most out of his whole music. But there's probably more new. There's probably more songs that I'm, that I might have forgot. But those two songs stand out for me. That I think that that he really, really shined. And I said, yeah, this those songs shine out for me. But other than that, man. Um, as far as like songs, nah, man. I, this there's a lot of MCs out there that got good songs, man. I mean, I'm going from from the from the early days of the '90s to the end of the '90s, late '80s. They got good. This is and and they got songs that mean to to really like. I can I can't even name five songs in my hand that say oh Eminem is like. Uh, I I would have to sit down and listen to and to a, to an album and listen to his music, listen to all the music, well, and I was saying, "Well, see, mm. that's my point." Hip, yeah. hip, I leave it up to. I'm not, and I'm not talking about today's young audience, but I'm talking about I leave it up to hip hop as a community to um to determine who they feel is the best or or, or part of the best, so. I don't think Jay Z is the best for me, but I don't have a problem with people saying he is. Right. Because show and prove. There are things that have been shown and proved. Uh, If Nas' name comes up, if, you know, if Pac's name came up in the past, Biggie's name came up in the past, you know, uh, Big Pun's name, and Big Pun's Puerto Rican, but he's part of the hip hop culture. So I feel like if if these names were brought up, I don't have a problem with those names. You know, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick. These Yo, are names no. I don't have a problem with if people say they're the best. But with M, I just feel like, nah, he still got, he still has a, a, a um, there's a privilege, though, that Eminem has gotten that other MCs would dream of. Cinema, you mentioned Black Thought. Black Thought mm. is one Black of the, Th- Black Thought is actually one of the best lyricists in this Ever. world. Okay? Ever. Ever and, ever. He, and he's very underrated. I definitely have him over M. No debating. 
if you go if you go listen to Roots albums A to Z from back in the days, go all the way back to Organix. Somebody mm-hmm. still. I played my friend Organist. He stole that sucker because that thing was so hot. And that was their underground album before Do You Want More that they were selling themselves. My dude stole that. I wasn't even mad at him. I was like, I'm... Well, he, 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 might, <laughs> because... he, he might have the best funk flex freestyle within these ever. last 10 years. Probably ever. He was killing that. Exactly, mm. but mm. he's always killed. He's always killed it like that. Yep. But the whole thing is, mm-hmm. you know, we were still in that oh New York state of mind, and I was already looking outside, and you know Philly got heat. Yeah, I live right outside of Philly, Philly got heat. Philly got heat. Now, when I went to the Far Side show and the local guys opened up, I was like, yeah. Yo, yes. there's heat down here in the underground. Well, see, Look Philly, Philly got Philly got heat. Philly got support. But I don't think we look at I don't think Black Thought get doesn't get the recognition he gets because he's from Philly. I think it's more of because because he's nice, but then there's other MCs that we could, that we could say are nice too that are from New York, like Fences. Pharrell Monch is a lyrical beast. But he Definitely. doesn't Right. And he's from Queens, but he don't get the same he don't get the same look that Eminem gets. And and Farrell's better than M to me. Okay. So, so simply, yes. You know, and and these are the things that, listen, we, listen, there are a lot of things that come into play when it comes to judging an MC. There's a lot of uh, things that an MC has to go through. Um, for us to say that he's a top MC, there are things that a lyricist has to go through for us to say that he's a top lyricist. Okay. And I feel like Eminem is a lyricist, but I just, but I don't, think that he should be mentioned I, I okay i think he should be mentioned in a list i'll say that but there are certain people that give eminem like a they already give him the like he has like a they give him something over a crown you got people basically calling him a rap god yeah he got a song called rap god he's no rap god but you got a lot of people who gave him a title of him being a god of rap as a matter of fact people are saying watch out because uh, 20, 50 years from now, they'll make it seem like Eminem basically created a standard for hip hop. The standard was created for him a long time ago before he was even born. But that's what fandom <laughs> does. Fandom is not of our culture. Fandom is of the, uh, another culture. Yes. And fandom is hype and you can do no wrong and we just put you at the top because you're we're your fans. Hip hop doesn't deal in fandom. Yeah. Hip hop deals in reality, mm-hmm. and so yes. Fan- yes. fandom is the order of the day for a lot of stuff. You know, I'll talk about BTS, and BTS fans will slam me, and I'm a mm-hmm. BTS fan. But mm-hmm. I was into EXO. I was into BOA mm-hmm. years ago, over a decade ago, when she was the number one star in Asia. Like they, act, you know, these BTS fans have no history of K-pop, and so. Fandom is giving them credit like Eminem's getting credit right now. So all these artists at SM, you know, Shiny, the dude who committed suicide last year, Shiny is a big reason K-pop groups have evolved and stuff like that because they're the foundation. And so this is what ha- this is what's happening with fandom. They're taking away credit and they're putting it on somebody without proper information. Is BTS good? Yes, they are. But do they deserve 
to be like, oh, they they built K-pop? Heck no. K-pop was built on Boa, and Boa was over there singing in Japanese before she was singing in Korean. And SM was making money over in Japanese. She's on a lot of your animes you watch. You know, it's the same thing with M. It's like M came on the back end of the golden era. Back end. Yeah. Back yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. 1998. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Back end of the golden yeah. era. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's yeah. disrespectful. The tribe and all those groups. Yes. It is. Public yeah. enemy. I can name it them is. all. Yes, Ice Cube and NWA in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, way it before is. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way before him. All yeah, of yeah. them. It's disrespectful to all those dudes to say that. And those dudes are still walking around making better albums than him. Yeah, yeah. Redman just made a three-song EP that's better than him's whole album. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Zachy, go you ahead. You, I, I, that's why I say I give credit to Gangstar, too. Mm-hmm. Because Gangstar used to make bangers back in the day. Yeah, they, they don't have a whack album. They do not have you a know, whack album. Nope. Gangstar never came up with the whack. I think at the end... When he changed, when he, when DJ Premier was doing the stuff, it was something different. But that's different. Other than yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other but, than that, but he, that's he, production. It, Guru yeah. was always on Guru level because when he did Jazzmatage, he was fine. Mm-hmm. The stuff yeah. he did with Solar was just a mediocre producer for whatever it's worth. Right. He was a mediocre producer, and so he, I you could have put Rock him or anybody on those beats. They couldn't have saved them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Zacchaeus, <laughs> you wanted to speak to something. You were saying that, um, um, him, okay, him. I, as far as him not being, you know, the best rapper, um, but also, also from a culture, from from a standpoint of him being who he is, and although he 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 should be respected as an artist, of course, right. Um, but we just have to draw this line that he's not the best and we and, and you have to allow the hip hop community to have to vote on that and there has been no vote it's almost like hey we have a um a candidate for you but hey this is your choice but you really don't have a choice so this is the guy you need to vote for that's basically how Eminem was put to us right that's not yeah. fair you see what happened is um people no 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 Eminem He's always a lyricist. He always get credit to being a. He's got always be in the hip hop hall of fame as a lyricist. Always. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, the, but there's a big. But yes, hands down. But there is a bit of um, culture that there's a not our not the hip hop community, but when hip hop was sold, it was a culture that put him, and they only seen him. Mm-hmm. And and they say, oh, it was a white guy that can flow. We love this. They seen him, and they said, you know what? They're gonna put, they're gonna put him as the top MC, and um, they use they used him. They 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 say he's the top MC, and they gave him the credit as a top MC because of remember remember because well, see when you step out of hip hop, it's all about it's all hip hop. But when we saw hip hop, it's all about image now. Yeah, that's why you see women that are scantily clad. You know, I, I can name a few women that you know they're scantily clad in hip hop. It's been since the little Kim days, you know. And so when we change the face of hip hop, 
Now the image has changed. He's also now, he's also the most forgiving hip hop artist. If anybody right. noticed that Eminem has done a lot of crazy stuff, and he's been get, he's been forgiven quicker than any other black rapper that we could think of. Right, he gets more passes than um Dan Marino, <laughs> <laughs> and we know that was a pass only quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that, that's a that's a privilege in it. That's a privilege in itself. And they so. tried the same thing with Macklemore. Come on, now, let's mm-hmm. not forget that they tried this with Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Yeah. yeah, because he tried to he tried to call out the hip hop community on the Grammys with that with something that's not in hip hop. <laughs> he tried to accuse hip hop of something. Mm-hmm. Shot yourself in the foot, dude. You you you, you, don't, <laughs> you don't know the community. Community. He, Community dropped off. He dropped. He dropped off after Ellen came out of the closet episode. How mm-hmm. how they were at that time? They weren't tolerant. You know, remember Ellen disappeared off the face of the earth. And Mac, yeah. That just happened to Macklemore. <laughs> oh. Thank God Ellen's back. Like Ellen, hilarious yeah. person. Mac- but, you know, Macklemore became that, an agenda rapper. Right. Yeah. It, it's like. Come on, how you industry have an agenda, agenda rapper. when you were when you were talking about um you know <laughs> this is freaking awesome you know I got twenty dollars and then you're gonna, come, you're gonna come and try to attack a community when you came with like the pop most pop rap rap thing and then you're gonna try to go he tried to save himself and tried to go get like you know the the old school artists. And make a song with that and an old school rock guy, you know, mm-hmm. tried to save his career. It didn't work. Because, mm-hmm. you know, hip hop remembers like Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> For real, hip hop is, you know, when it comes to history, we're, we're protecting that. You know, it's being documented mm-hmm. with all these shows and all the thing, the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is being documented correctly because hip hop doesn't want any mistakes or any misconstrues. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to say something real quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Those who don't know, um, um, those who those who don't want, if you want to learn something about hip hop. If those that don't know about the culture, watch the evolution of hip hop on Netflix. Right, exactly. Season That's what I was one, talking about. Season two, season three, we're up to season four. Mm-hmm. Watch the evolution of hip hop, and it will tell you the truth. Watch and, also, and also that show that Questlove made on AMC, him and Black Thought, where they go into certain songs and show you the background. That's of the a good series. I love that series. It's on my DVR. I'm watching those again and I'm watching evolution again because it's being documented. That's why, you know what, you know what fifth was saying, Mm -hmm. we have to document it. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to document it. Otherwise somebody be able to tell a lie Mm -hmm. otherwise. And you know, none of these shows, do you see him on it? Have you saw anybody talking about him on there? Uh, maybe not yet, but I mean, it could happen, but I get what you're saying. What you're saying is there's a... I'm, I, he wasn't the first story people rushed to say. Thank Even you. He sure was him down the line. With, you, with, you, with all due respect, mm-hmm. he wasn't the first story anybody thought of. <laughs> and no, like, I mean, you, I mean the, you're the, 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 the episodes. Uh, yeah, he, I think he was in episode... I mean, that was in episode two or three. I think three. Yeah, but bri- three. Yeah. yeah, briefly. 
He wasn't. He didn't get the right. He didn't he get the, what he everybody the, else. He was. He was. He was like the um, Detroit coming out of Detroit. Right. MC. Because well, you have to mention him. You can't you mention, mention Detroit. Him. You can't. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's what I want to say about Detroit hip hop, and I want to respect Detroit. Real, real hip hop fans of Detroit. They will tell you who. Let Detroit tell you who their hero is. Exactly. Okay. Let them let them get a chance to say because I tell you something right now. If you want to talk about a, a friends of Eminem, I think that Royce the Five Nine is actually better than Eminem. I have Royce over M. And why is it that Royce? See, and this is this is unfair, but Royce has a body of work throughout his career, but he don't get talked about like his white counterpart. That sounds like white supremacy in a nutshell, where you could be two, three times better than the man standing next to you, okay, and have all the alkalides in the world, but you still get passed up for the position. Yep, and, and that's and that's too normal with us. Yeah. It's because it's all about image, you know? So, well, yeah. well, if it happens in life, well, if it happens in society, when it comes yeah. to uh, when it comes to um um, you know, when it comes to social uh, uh, issues, then it, then that would happen in hip hop too, right? And so it's not only just image; it's also privilege. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's, some, it's something we it's something you got. It's privilege, mm-hmm. and and you and know, some pe- and some people spend their privilege, yeah, and some people don't. Some people just take the privilege yeah and they use the privilege right if there's some people who spend their privilege and salute to them because you know y'all the real ones but you know there's people who just you know it's easy you know i'm gonna just ride this because it helps me yeah all right um i'm sorry we're gonna get to our closing statements uh no problem all right cinema (laughs) cinema you go first i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that but we'll just yeah, I'll yeah. just take that into my closing statement. Okay. Um, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. That took a oh, lot of guts. Joaquin, yeah, Joaquin of, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin. Sorry, thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> thinking of Joaquin Noah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's something. Mm. That's an insider. You don't even know. You don't even need to know. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's something else. Um, <laughs> I crossed them up. But man, takes a lot of courage to say that, to do that. Yeah. And those are the things, you know. I think if M would have took a stand like that, then I could have respected him more. But he oh, he didn't. Yeah. He, he kind of hides behind it. And you know, Dre's off doing what he's doing, and M's do got to do what he's got to do. So he's, you know, you know, you know, probably midlife crisis. You, you know, what do you do? You, you can still rap. Yeah. We know there's people older rapping, but, you know, mm-hmm. make that transition to wh- have you matured as a person. Make that transition to your age. Even Jay has made that mature transition in his art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm 45. I ain't, yeah, I, my next album, I'm not going to have skinny jeans on it. <laughs> that you know let the kids do what the kids do you know mm-hmm. let them do what yeah. they do 
it's it's their time to shine. You know, you can eat and have an audience. Everyone just, you know, there's many levels of music where you don't have to be superstar, mm-hmm. where you can be successful. Right. And that's the lie everybody's like, if you're not playing, a, they're acting like you're not successful. And it's not true. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's not true. There's many levels to this. And then there's the levels where you're not successful. Everyone enjoys a level of success in music, especially if they're going around touring and doing shows. Mm. That's a level of success where you can live off of touring. Yeah, even yeah, that is. Even, yeah. If, even if you're doing local touring part-time and it's bringing you income, that's a level of success. And the lie is, you know, we got to put somebody on top and then, you know, no. You put them in their rightful place. There's many levels and many layers to that stuff. And so, you know, first they didn't want to have nothing to do with hip hop. Then they want to take it and control it. It's happened with jazz. It's happened with rock and roll. It's happened with every genre we make. It's happened with blues. Every genre, every genre. And the whole thing is the problem's not usually the musician. It's usually these executives. Mm -hmm. So educate yourself. Don't be signing no 360 deals. And, um, you know. Get you get you a good business lawyer who doesn't have tie, ties to the person you're signing with, because yeah. they'll you know in a deal they're supposed to pay for your lawyer and you know go look out for information from Wendy Day and people like that you know because this is important because if you let society marginalize what you're doing because they want to put somebody up there with fandom. It's got. It's gonna. It's got. It ends up hurting everything because even in Christian rap, when they put Lecrae on the pedestal, Christian rap hasn't survived. It's struggling now. It's on life support right now. Wow. <laughs> it, wow. It, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this because I, I've worked with people. I know this yeah. for a fact. Yeah. Christian hip hop is such on life support and people are trying to push it, push it, push it, push it. But when you put one person high on that pedestal, like they're above somebody and they don't really deserve that. And you basically kick everybody else who's helped build it away. Mm. You know, how many people have walked away? You know, they don't even honor the people who came before them. You know, Mm. it's struggling right now. Can it recover? Yes, of course it can. But right now, it's on life support. A lot of it is. I mean, um, if you look at um, like I, I like I, I took a good look at some some artists, man, and um, especially in the in the in the gospel arena, you know, urban gospel is is always striving, right? But, because a lot of them went independent. Yeah, yeah, Even but Fred Hammond. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is that with the with that genre right there, I mean, gospel Caribbean music has always been a struggling genre, and it will always, and I could see it. It will, it, it, certain parts of the Caribbean is 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 a little striving, but the 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 thing is, is that when you when you have a group of people that don't support you, and don't, and then when you put your art out there, they don't flood, they don't flood. It would support, but as far as financing, as far as like respecting you and giving you something to when you perform, then is what do you think is going to happen to it? It's going to die, and, exactly. and so many people's crossover, and that's and that causes the thing. But that's the whole thing that's happening with hip hop. 
it's in control of the industry now because of those reasons. So I'm just yeah, giving so. that as an example of where hip hop could end up going. And then when, yeah, so. you know, it's getting new life. The underground's getting new life with these documentaries and these series. And that's smart. Whoever's doing it, documenting this stuff is very wise. This movie, yeah. we need more hip hop movies about these people's stories. The Wu Tang show. This is, this is good stuff. Yeah. And so, and that so, was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. And so, these other industries didn't do that. So, to, mm-hmm. but you got, but things of this nature must be checked, and yeah. you know, send them out. <laughs> you know. All right, Zacchaeus. Any last uh, uh, remarks? Yeah, the only thing I would would say is to um, to be to be to to young people that's trying to get out there with music. Especially with hip hop, man. I mean, always be authentic and be true to yourself. The industry is gonna try to, even the industry will try to make you start at six easy, so they can own you and inform and mold you into their own image. You know, and they, and I, and I admit that there, there's a certain purpose, there is a certain image and privilege that certain people, that certain people get. That is true. With women, with hardy dressed scantily clad, that is true. With your race, which is true. You know, they America they like the um image of um smiling, you know, uh, white image in, to represent them. That is true. But be be true to always stick to and be true to yourself. That's all I gotta say. God bless y'all. All right. Um, listen, at the end of the day, um, who you are and, and what you do in your career, it has to, you got to show and prove. And you have to be timeless, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be consistent because you can't be the king of something and you're not consistent. You have, If you haven't solidified yourself at a certain point in your career where you've had consistency and you showed a level, a level of consistency, and when they said you couldn't do it, you still did it. That's all I got to say. I'm out of here. Um, Cinemascapes, where can they reach you, man? I'm on Instagram, Cinemascapes Music. Cinemascapes is my personal. I'm on Facebook, Cinemascapes Music. And on Twitter, Cinemascapes. All right. Zacchaeus, where can they reach you, man? You can also reach me on Wayne Backus 2 on Twitter. Twitter, Wayne Backus 2 on Twitter. Also on Instagram, ZacchaeusB73 on Instagram. And also Facebook, Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook. Yeah, man. All right. Y'all can get at me at the Fifth General on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. I'm going to get on out of here. Signing off. Cinema Escapes. Our guest. Our brother, as always. Always. Um, yeah. Well, we'll have him on another episode before the round circle comes back. Um, yeah. Uh, next episode, me and Zach, he's going to talk about something different, uh, whatever that may be. Um, so we're going to get on out of here. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. 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 Yeah.